Hello, my people. How y'all doing? Y'all, we got a juicy one today. Y'all ready? We got a juicy. You talking about like a juicy steak, honey? Or a juicy piece of fruit, baby? Today, we're going to talk about it. Y'all ready? So I've had several people, y'all, several people to contact your girl and ask, can Christian couples travel together? Girl, can Christian couples travel together? Before I get started, we're going to stop right now. We're going to pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we just come before you, Lord, and we just want to bring this topic up before you, God. We want to ask that you just will touch the hearts of everybody who's tuning in with me today. Allow us just to hear from you, Holy One. I don't want to speak, God. I want you to speak. And Lord, we ask you just to have your way, God. We want to serve and, and please you, Father. It's God. We love you. We praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's get to it. Y'all. I done had several people and they like, Faye, I need to know. Is is traveling with my boyfriend or my girlfriend? And since we women, let's just let's, let's, let's hit with the boyfriend. Is traveling with the man I'm dating okay? Mm, before I give you my personal opinion, <laughs> let's hop into the word, okay? Let's look at 1 Corinthians 10, 23. Everything is permissible. But not everything is beneficial. Everything is permissible, but not everything is constructive. Did you hear that? Did you hear the scripture? Okay. I need us to go back to the word of God. When we are out here making decisions about traveling, about kissing, about touching, about different things that come up in Christian dating. I'm not talking to you if you're not trying to date the biblical way. I'm not talking to you if you just want to be a passive, weak Christian. I'm talking to you if you really want to honor God in dating. If you want to date with biblical principles, biblical foundation, with the root of Christ and like being allowing Christ to be a sinner. That's who I'm talking to. If this is you, look at the scripture. Here's another verse. Nobody should seek his own good, but the good of others. That's 1 Corinthians 10, 24, okay? Let's keep going. Let's keep going. We got so many scriptures to hit right now, okay? And so I'm just going to flat out tell you what I think. I don't think that's going to be good for you. I think you setting yourself up for failure. I think you are literally setting yourself up for sexual sin, and let's look at this other verse too before we hop into it. Proverbs 14, 12. There is a way that seems right to a man, but in the end, it leads to death. Let's look at one more. 1 Samuel 16, 17. Man looks at the outward appearance, but God looks at the heart. I can go on and on and on and on. And so I think it's a recipe for disaster. I think um, technically we can say there's nothing wrong we're going on a vacation with your boyfriend. But my question for you is, what is the intent? What are you trying to do? Why are you allowing ground for the enemy? That would be my question for you. Why, why are you allowing the enemy to have any foothold? You have to be above reproach. You don't want your good to be ill-spoken of. I think no, okay? No, 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 no. Because I'm going to be real with y'all. Back when I was single, day doing my little thing, you know, with my man, even with my husband that I am with now. Um, no, absolutely no. We're not going to no 
no Mexico, no Vegas, no wherever we heading. We're not doing that because that I know me, especially if you're a person like me where you've had sexual, you, you've had sex before, you've, you've allowed your flesh to experience different things and you putting yourself back in that fire. The Lord said very clear, do not put a snake, do not put that stuff in your bosom. Don't, 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 don't get close to it. And so I know for me that if I get close to it, I'm going to do it. I'm telling you right now, I'm not just going to kiss and hug. And most of y'all, you just got to be real. You know that you cannot put yourself in those situations and you're going to be fine. You have to be mindful. You got to understand the the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. And my and most of our flesh is terribly weak, especially because we've been seeking and we've been asking, we've been praying, God, please send my spouse, God. I just want companionship. I just want... I just want to know what it feels like to be loved. I just want that that love and affection. And you're going to go to a nice, beautiful escape with this person? What are you doing? And so you got to really look at, like, what's the ultimate purpose? That's why I, I would ask you. What is the ultimate purpose of going on vacation with your, with your boot thing? What is the intent, number two? And what is the expectation um, of you vacationing with your boyfriend? Or, or the person you're dating. I seem to understand. Like, why would you put yourself in that in, in, in that situation? Why would you put yourself in a situation? And so you want to take into consideration all the consequences and ramifications of your decision. And you want to see, is this really beneficial and constructive? And so story time, let's talk about it. We had, I had a friend who... Um, they were traveling. It was a wedding, right? And they weren't even vacationing. This wasn't even a vacation, right? Had a friend. And this friend was supposed to go to a wedding to be the plus one of her boyfriend. And so she gets down to the little place. They had this beautiful wedding. It's already loves in the air. She really wants a, a husband. She's thinking maybe this could be him. They're going out. They're laughing. They're shopping. They're doing all this stuff. And he takes her as his plus one. And they're traveling just, you know, across state lines, I think going to Alabama. And so they get to Alabama and literally they get there and they order, like they literally like book two hotel rooms. And so you got to understand the enemy is very deceptive. He will make you think you're getting over or you're, um, you know, people, he'll make you think you're getting, getting by or no one's going to know what's really happening. He'll make you think, oh, we're going to book two rooms. We're going to, we're going to make it appear that everything's all gravy, right? Everything's all good. And so this friend of mine, she went to this, this wedding, beautiful wedding guys. And uh, I saw all the pictures. It was pretty dope. And I went to this wedding and literally guys, literally they booked two rooms, but they still slept in the same room. And they was like, oh, we're just going to sleep in separate beds. She ended up telling me they slept in the same bed. We didn't have sex though, but we did touch and kiss and do a lot of other stuff. But we didn't, we, didn't, we didn't have sex. We didn't go all the way. You see what I'm saying? And so when you're putting yourself in a situation, you got to understand, like, you're setting yourself up for disaster. You're setting yourself up not to be God-honoring. You got to really ask the question, would Jesus, if Jesus was looking dead at me, which we know Holy Spirit's with us all the time, but if God was in this room, would I really be asking that question? Would I really, do you really think, honestly, and if you do, I want to I wanna help you today. I want to help you. Do you really think that's the best decision for you and your walk? You and your purity. You and your journey, you try to be God, honoring God, pleasing. And so what I want you to do is I want you to 
Um, have a discussion about the purpose and expectations with the one you're considering traveling with. I want you to sit down with your boyfriend and y'all just be real and go to your spiritual leader and say, hey, this is what I'm thinking about doing. And most of y'all are not going to do that because y'all already know what's up. You know what's up. You're not going to go talk to your spiritual leader. But if you really want to do that, I, I really suggest you go talk to your spiritual leader and ask them, hey, this is what I'm thinking. What do you think? And then you need to find out, has the other person shared um, this um, with their spiritual leaders? Like, have they shared it with anybody else? Because if y'all going to travel together, it has to be boundaries. I said firm, no. But if you have to travel together, you need firm boundaries, firm accountability. There's no way you should be be on vac- vacationing with your boot. I'm just going to be honest with you. Because if you are weak in the flesh, and even if you you like, I got a handle on my flesh, Faye. I got a handle on, you know on my body i won't i won't succumb to that y'all i've seen very strong people fall prey to their flesh because you got to understand you're just a human we can't walk this walk out with jesus by ourselves we have to seek the lord and it's by his might not by might nor by power but by by his spirit and if you are setting yourself up, you putting yourself in a fire, you can't expect nothing but to get burned. And so you do not want to assume anything. You want to be communicating the intent and the desires and see what's happening with your boyfriend or your other person. In this situation, you got to have honest communication. Honest communication got to be the foundation of this. And you have to, if you're going to do this, you got to understand that you are putting yourself in a very, very compromising situation. And so I say no. I say affirm no. Okay, so my other point I wanted to make was after we deal with intent, we want to deal with um just the biblical, like like just the just the Bible precedence of this. What does scripture have to say? And we firmly see that the Bible honestly doesn't say yes or no. The Bible just basically gives us wisdom and you have to choose. That's what freedom, that's what will, your your freedom of choice. God gave us a free will. So I need you to use that. But I think we got to really ask the question, are you trying to live like according to culture and live like, well, technically God didn't say that was wrong. Or do you want to live biblically? When you say that technically, um, you just really, you're trying to stay on the surface. You're not trying to, you know, you're not trying to make sure you guard your flesh and guard your spirit and guard your walk with Jesus with all diligence. And so if you're that person, I want to really challenge you to go seek the Lord and ask him like, hey, God, help me. Show me my heart. Show me my walk with you. But if you're really trying to live, live a biblical life that goes deeper into the things of the heart where you truly depend and lean on the Lord. And if that is you, I want you to really just go before the Father. Like I always tell you, I go before the Lord and ask him, God, what would you have me do? What would you have me do? And so before you go there, you need to one, test your actions. What are your desires? Are they God honoring or self-gratifying? You need to understand what's happening to that. Also, you can know in advance that you reap what you sow. And if you don't sow wisely, you're not going to reap wisely. Meaning, if you go out here and you travel knowing that you're setting yourself up for potential sexual misconduct or sexual morality, you got to understand, whatever you sow, you will reap. And so, just like me, y'all, I thought I couldn't fall. Oh, Faye good. Faye going to be strong. I have a boyfriend. We can touch. We can kiss. We can go out. We can travel. We can, we can go on vacation. We can go to the movies. Faye ended up with a whole baby out here. 
I don't want that to be you. you that, that does not have to be you. And some of y'all, y'all been waiting and praying and, and you've been like holding out for God to move in this, this space in your life. And I need, I don't need you to lose. I, I don't need you to, to, to lose your strength. I don't need you to lose that heart, that posture of God. I trust you. I need you to seek God, seek God with all the, all your heart and lean not your own understanding. And so I want you to understand that it is God's will that you shall, you should be sanctified. You got to be holy. That you should avoid sexual immorality. That each of you should learn to control your own body, honey. You got to control your body. Because you got to understand too that when you put yourself in a situation, it's a beautiful beach vacation or a beautiful Alaskan or Icelandic or whatever you go on vacation. You are already so excited about it. It's like you don't want to give the enemy another foothold. And so I firmly believe that is a big no, a big old no, no. And so we want to look at look at the triplet verse here. First Corinthians 10, 23 through 33. I want you to look at this. But basically, this talks about nobody should seek his own good, but for the good of others. Talking about is it beneficial? Is it constructive? And also, my favorite part is, so what? Eat anything, eat anything so in the meat market without raising questions of conscience for the earth is the Lord's and everything's in it. If some unbelievers unite you to meals, invite you to, to a meal and you want to go, eat whatever is put before you without raising questions of consciousness. And so basically telling you like it's okay to, you know, eat certain things. You just got to know what, is, what has God convicted you. What, what are your convictions? And so, but if anyone says to you, this has been offered in sacrifice, then do not eat. And so you got to know your own convictions, which is why it's so important for you to go and ask your boyfriend, what are your convictions about this? And if y'all don't have the same convictions, you need to be strong on your convictions. Uh, like what did God tell you? And so keep going. It just, it really gets more and more into that. But the last part I want us to hit is do not cause anyone to stumble, whether Jew, Greek, or others in the church, as I try to please everybody in every way. And so if you go to your your boyfriend or the person you're dating, um, you need to understand they may not have the same convictions you have. They may not even be willing to walk. Like, I, they literally could right now be challenging you and, and asking you like, hey, um, hey, I want to have sex with you. And they only hold it on because you said no. But you got to understand, like, putting yourself in even even in that relationship because you don't want to be alone is very, very not good for your walk with Jesus. But you got to understand, if this vacation is going to cause you or the guy you're dating to stumble, that's a big no-no. God warns us about that. And the last part says, for I am not seeking my own good, but for the good of many so that they may be saved. And so my question when I'm doing stuff, no matter if it's going on vacation, no matter if it's going on this date or whatever I'm doing, I'm asking the question, am I causing this person to stumble? What are my intents behind it? What could happen? Like I look at look at the whole picture. Don't just go all based off your feelings. You need to ask God to search your heart. That comes from Psalms 51. Search your heart. And reveal anything that is not clean and pure. So if you are having unclean thoughts, unclean like like mindsets about this, you need to go for the Lord and repent. And if you go on a vacation, you need to even think about what are you going to wear? 
Like, are you going to be the same room with this person? Like, it's so many questions. I just feel like it's so dangerous to put yourself in that environment. And if you decide to go on vacation together, and so I say no, but you got to do what your convictions allow. You got to ask the Lord, God, what will you have me to do? And so if you decide to go on vacation, you consider going with a group of friends, going with family members. And these people that got to be got to be Christians and not just some watered down Christians. These people have to be committed to pursuing holiness, meaning they are biblical Christians. They ain't folding. They're not weak. They're not stumbling. They're not seeking an opportunity to sin and do what they want to do anyways. And you have to hold each other accountable and be on guard. You got to remember the flesh is weak, even though the spirit is willing. And Holy Spirit can only do so much. He's not going to force you to do nothing. And so if you put yourself in environments and in situations over and over and over and over, he said he gives you a door of escape from temptation. And so if you are going to constantly put yourself in those environments and in those spaces, you're setting yourself up to fail. You're setting yourself up to do what you already want to do anyways. And I just want to challenge you. If that's you, you need to repent. You need to turn your heart back to the Father and get it right. You need to get it right now. Because it's too late in the hour. It's too late. Jesus is coming back, y'all. We see the sign on the time right now. Jesus is coming back. We, we don't know when, but it's too late in the game right now to be, be backsliding. Just imagine like you on this momentous vacation. It's all it's all beautiful. And the Lord, like, you know, the Lord, Lord comes. That's a real thing that could happen. And so you want to always be be found. Walking in holiness. And we don't just do it out of fear. We do it because we love him. And we want to hear well done. We want to hear no matter how hard it was to wait. No matter how hard it was to see all my friends dating and vacationing with their boo thing. And all my friends who are married vacation with their families. No matter how hard that was. You were able to withstand that temptation. And not by your might. But by his spirit. You want to hear well done. You, I, I don't know about y'all. But I want to make God proud of everything I do. And I remember when I was dating, it was so hard. y'all. It was so hard to say no when I want to say yes. I remember being triggered to do certain things. I would get stressed out. I would want to go on like a big shopping binge and spend all my money, which is so crazy. Or I would want to go have sex with my boyfriend. I'm just being totally transparent right now. And I remember every time I would fall into either spending all my money or having sex with a boyfriend, I remember I would feel so guilty. I would feel so like just terrible because I knew deep down God was not honored. The spirit was totally grieved and, and just so hurt by my decision to constantly, you know, sin against my own body. You got to understand like sexual sin is sin against your own body. And so I will feel like dirt, y'all. I will sit there and just cry. Like just sit there right after I finished, right after it was such a great feeling. And the feeling literally turned into dust after it was turned into nothing. I would sit and I would cry. And I don't want that to be you in 2024. I want you to know what true holiness, what the beauty of holiness looks like. When you really consecrate yourself to the Lord. I'm telling y'all, when I finally made up my mind and said, God, I'm not going to compromise. I'm not going to try to keep on straddling the fence. I'm not going to keep on trying to get my way when you've already told me what you want me to do. When I made my mind up that I was going to really walk this thing out and I was going to really be about my father's business. And I was going to really be a kingdom woman who loves God, who's date biblically. I remember I consecrated myself. It was January, I think, of 2016. And I said, God, I am not dating. I'm not doing nothing until you tell me I could. 
Yeah, I met. I don't think it was. It was twenty sixteen. It was like a year. I think it, it. It was January twenty seventeen. It had to be January twenty seventeen because literally, y'all, I met my husband almost a year later. I met him as a friend at work, and then y'all know the story about how that happened. And so I just want to challenge you. I'm not telling you that if you do this, you're gonna get a husband. We don't do rituals over here, okay? We. I'm just telling you, like the beauty and the sweetness of the Father God who knows your heart. He knows your desire. He knows you wanna. He want you wanna go on vacations and chill with your boo and be all you know, all lovey dovey and all this beautiful stuff that comes with relationships. He knows that. And but what I want you to understand is. When you seek him first, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. All these things will be added unto you. You got to understand God's going to come through for you. And I'm not promising you a husband tomorrow. I'm just telling you, God's going to make everything right. He's going to give you the desires of your heart, be it in friendship, be it in relationship, be it bringing your husband. And so I want to challenge you. Stop compromising. Stop trying to straddle the fence. Stop trying to do, you know, be like, well, technically, no, we biblical. We're not te- technical over here. We're trying to aim to please God and hear well done. We're not aiming to hear what I think you got by. Or better yet, you missed it all together because you lukewarm. I just want to challenge you. Like, really go seek the Lord before you go on this vacation with your boot thing, before you even spend the money. Go ask your accountability group. Go ask your spiritual leadership. And then y'all let me know. I love y'all. Y'all are amazing. Again, the crown mentorship is open. And so if you want to be a part of that, I got the link in the bio. I cannot wait to see y'all in that in that um that community. It's going to be amazing. Y'all have a wonderful day. Take care, honey buns.